going to turn things back over to Mr. Mark Weber for the second full hour of Garden Talk this morning. Good morning. So what was your greatest gardening success in 2018, sir? My greatest gardening success? Um, I was able to tame some weeds that were really, <laughs> really making our back porch look like an eyesore. <laughs> How did you tame your tame the weeds? The old-fashioned way. It got down with some gloves and just pulled them out. Oh, you did mechanical. Yep. Okay. Mechanical weed remover. All right. But you didn't figure out maybe how to permanently remove them? I uh, didn't take those kind of steps. It was actually kind of strange. After we had tore those up, they just never came back. We thought, oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> but I, I will tell you, though, my guess is they will be back. I'll have to. We're keeping an eye on them, definitely. It was uh, going to be something to watch for this spring, I think. So what was your greatest success in 2018, ladies and gentlemen? What was your greatest success in the garden? We want to hear about it or maybe something more. 457-1290 on AM 1290 and News 95.7. W-H-I-O. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. This is W-H-I-O's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is W-H-I-O meteorologist, Kirsty Zantini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 W-H-I-O. And welcome back to the second hour of Garden Talk right here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. My name is Mark Weber, and I have hosted this legendary broadcast now for 28 years. And I would love to hear your voices today at 457-1290. Maybe you've got a question about your lawn. Maybe you've got a question about your landscaping. Maybe you've got a question about uh, how to have um, a success, how to grow a particular type of tree in your yard. Um, no matter what the question is, we've got an open line for you. In fact, right now there are one, two, three, four open lines at uh, 457-1290. That's 457-1290. That'll put you into the Master Control Studios where we're happy to take your calls and talk to you about whatever is going on in your landscape. 457-1290. Um, as we begin this uh, 7 o'clock hour of Garden Talk, I want to thank all of you for um, um, listening to Garden Talk. Um, it's been a great year. Um, many of you that know me or may not know me, some people say, <laughs> I've listened to you since the first time you're on the air. And I said, really? <laughs> um, it's really... Um, special thing to be able to come in here every week and and do this um, um i get up really early on saturdays to, to drive into the studio and set up and do this and i do it uh, for the payment of love of what i do um, i do it because i think that every week that we probably change an idea or we change something for the better for future generations and we're modifying and challenging the status quo on many fronts. Um, I can remember when I began on the radio um, 28 years ago, um, so many bad things were happening to plants, it wasn't funny. Um, 
We had widespread topping of trees. Nobody knew what certified arborists were. Um, we really didn't have a lot of uh, common sense that took place in the world of, of landscape care or landscape maintenance. And um, slowly over the years, I have successfully chipped away at it and have hopefully transformed the way most people view the, the profession that I'm in. And so I will tell you that uh, 28 years later, I'm happy to say that um, I'm happy to be here and I will continue to do so as long as the good Lord allows me to and keeps me vertical on this planet. So let's head to the telephone lines and do what we do best, which is help you. Um, I want to hear from you today at 457-1290. We've got a lot of airtime today. A lot of time to talk about one question or two questions or three or four, or whatever you want to ask. Um, I've got the patience of Job today, 457-1290. Um, I would love to hear from you guys today about whatever your gardening questions may be. And I saw him just walk by. Oh, that's Joe. I, I thought that was our weather guy. Let's go talk to Linda. Linda, good morning. Hi, Linda. Hi, Mark. How are you? I'm well, Linda. How can I help you today? Well, I planted a tree just recently, and I have a lot of deer in my yard because I'm back up to the park, and one of the deer has scored my tree with his antlers. It wasn't a very nice thing to do, was it? <laughs> it was not. You know, they always seem like they, 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 they do things to us that we don't expect them to. <laughs> um, first of all, how long ago did this happen? About two days ago. Okay, well, that's good news. Um, let me explain why. Um, that There's a place where uh, where the bark meets the, the, uh, the wood of the tree that's called um, the phloem, okay? And that's adhered, that's adhered to, meaning there's what they call callus tissue and also what they call parenchyma cells. And I don't want to get too technical to make you feel overwhelmed with this, but if you can gently put these two things back together again, the part where the tree had its bark scraped away by the deer, okay, okay. and kind of line it up like a jigsaw puzzle, does that make sense to you? Yes. Okay. If you can do that, there's a really good chance that it's probably going to adhere back together again. And this is the part where it gets tricky. I want you to put the two together and kind of match it up the best that you can. And when you do it, um, take uh, a little bit of, uh, of, of um, electrical tape. And try to align the two together with the electrical tape. And then once you kind of got the two aligned together, I want you to then go ahead and um, wrap black plastic completely around the wound. Okay? Okay. And seal it off nice and tight. Tie it off with a little bit of, um, I would use probably duct tape, and wrap it over top so that it can seal. 
Okay. And this is why. Because if we can put that area in kind of a dark area, if we can take it and remove and remove all the oxygen, there's a really good chance because it only happened a couple days ago, that tree is going to, for all most purposes, will probably grow new callus tissue and begin to adhere that bark back to what was scraped off by the deer. Okay. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, and this this works really well with wounds that happened recently. So if you're somebody that let's say that you're you've got a, a tree that was hit by a car or was struck by lightning or something like that, it's a really good best practice to try to pull the bark back and do like I just described by um, applying the plastic. Um, but if you let it dry out, the chances of that happening aren't going to be too 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 high. Okay. So keep it sealed. Yeah, and then then probably by June or July of next year, you want to have this looked at by a certified arborist to see if you've got wound closure happening. Okay, so June or July is when we take it back off. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Otherwise, you'll girdle the tree by not removing it by then. Okay. Okay, does that help you? So should we take it off before then? No. You want to leave it, you want to leave it tight, and, and, tight and dark in there because that's the only way those, those parenchyma cells are going to grow, grow new, new uh, phloem and, and new bark. Okay, we'll do that. Okay, ma'am. Good luck to you. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Bye-bye. Four five seven twelve ninety and in studio is Mr. Meteorology himself. Hi, Mr. Mac. How are you doing? I'm well. Did you survive Christmas? I did. It's a lot of work. <laughs> Man. <laughs> when you grow up, it's it's a lot more work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it gets more complicated too, I think, as you get older. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had to travel all over the place just to get all the families in and everything. Yeah, it's name of the season. Yep. All the turmoil that goes with it. Yeah. Then when, I, it, then when it's all over, you think to yourself, why were we so wound up? Yeah. <laughs> we don't, uh, me and my girlfriend don't really do gifts a whole lot. Mm-hmm. We just, I don't know if, I don't know. It's my, I'm my father's son. So we're just not big into the gifts thing. You know, it's just the being together part that we, and obviously the food. I'm a foodie. Right. right. <laughs> Those things are, are more important. Plus, I feel like every year everybody spends money because you have to get a gift for your relative or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's always something nonsensical. You know, it's never anything practical or whatever. So it's, you know, you buy it, it for it them. It would be better if they just put cash in an envelope. Yes, exactly. You, know, you, know, you decide what you want to spend it on. <laughs> well, we're buying a new house. So that oh. was... Wow. That, you know, it just amplified the reason to not buy gifts right. or anything like that. So, um, Change the subject. Tell me weather pattern-wise. Are we I, – I, this time of year, I know the jet stream has a lot of influence on what weather's going to do. Yeah. What's the jet stream doing right now? Uh, well, it's obviously dipped. That's why we're seeing colder temperatures, but it's it's moving around a lot. That's kind of the thing that we're seeing recently. I mean, you, I mean yesterday – it was 55 degrees at six in the morning. So uh, it's wiggling around a lot and we're not seeing any sharp changes. It's just kind of bouncing its way up and down. So um, 
New Year's Eve, that's the forecast everybody wants. Uh, it's going to rain, and it's going to rain a lot. Mm-hmm. But by the time we get into the evening, it, I think things are going to start to calm down. But we're looking at one to two inches of rain on Monday. Okay. So we're, it's going to rain a lot. How about Monday night, though? Monday night, it's quieting down. I think after midnight, that's where things start to dry out. The rain starts to it's been a move wet, its way. We've had a one wet fall. It has been the 10th wettest year in Dayton history. We it's get, amazing. We get two inches of rain, it's going to be the eighth. Eighth? Yep. If we get two inches of rain, it'll be the eighth. I think we need about one and a half. It'll be the eighth wettest. Wow. So. Wow. Um, weather moving into next week. Um, I'll be honest with you. The models have been awful. Like there's really? no, no agreement. Nothing says the same thing. And it's I, once we get closer, things tighten up. But even for Monday, there's one that says it'll be mid forties. And there's another that says it'll be 60 degrees easily. So it's like, that's pretty close. And those forecasts are not very close. It, but all of them say it's going to rain Monday. It's just where the warm air is. That's kind of how about after. How about after Tuesday? Um, now initially, uh, the models about five or six days ago said that it was going to be extremely cold. We were going to get a bad cold snap, but things are leveling out a little bit. It just kind of looks like what we'll have today, pretty much, maybe a little bit colder. Okay. Um, but we are due for a harsh cold snap. So sometime in January. Thanks a lot for the that one. <laughs> yeah, I'll just give it to you straight. So we are due for one of those. I um, saw I saw up in um what was it north of Chicago they got a bunch of snow up there. Yeah. That system that just kind of brought us a little bit of rain and mist or whatever. Yeah. That that same one was just wrapping them with a bunch of snow. There was a lot of snow in uh Albuquerque and Places like that, too. It was weird. I think I saw, I just saw a forecast. Las Vegas saw snow just just quickly. I don't mm-hmm. think it was anything crazy or anything. But, yeah, there was a lot of snow on that half and uh, a lot of rain on the other half and warm air on the other half. Interesting. Interesting. Right. Okay, sir, so t- today is going to tell us about the weather today. Uh, just cloudy, very typical winter weather. Um, it's a bit breezy now, but I think it should quiet down a little bit. So just a normal winter day. Tomorrow we get sunshine and Temperatures try to pick up a little bit higher than today, but I think tomorrow should be pretty nice. All right. So no no, no issues with traveling. Nope. Shouldn't have any. Outstanding. Well, Jesse, thanks for stopping by. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Happy New Year to you. Take care. You bet. Folks, when we come back, we'll uh, check on the radar and everything else on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. If you have a pension, listen in. Mike Martinez and his team at The Pension Group have been helping people with their pension decisions for more than two decades. Much of their knowledge is now available to you in Mike's new book, Retire from Honda Financially Free. Mike covers the biggest pension issues facing you as an associate, including how to take your pension, what's best for you, the lump sum or the monthly payment. We've seen segmented rates go up. Unfortunately, that can bring your retirement down, with some people losing 40, 60, or hundreds of thousands of dollars of their hard-earned money. With changing rates, timing is everything. 
When should you step away from the workforce? Mike touches on all these issues and more in his new book, Retire from Honda Financially Free. Receive your complimentary copy when you set a visit with Mike or purchase online at retirefromhonda.com. Make the best pension choice for you. Retirefromhonda.com. Investment advisory services offered through The Pension Group. Now, gardening advice from Garden Talk's very own Mark Weber. Winter is upon us, and the season in which many of us really need our plants inside is the season as well. Keep in mind that indoor plants really fight and struggle to stay alive during the winter months. These plants have less light, less water, and most importantly, are on a very slow growth pattern compared to as they were back in the spring, summer, and early fall. So keep in mind your indoor plants need as much light as you can afford to give them. Typically south or west windows in your home, water them only when they're dry. And the best way to determine how dry they are is by putting your finger into the pot. If it feels dry to the touch, then water the plants. And when you water them, make sure that that plant can drain the water out through the bottom of the pot. Listen to Mark Weber on Garden Talk Saturday mornings from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, at our startup, my team and I move at the speed of tech 24-7. And every single day, it's information overload. It's coming at me from all directions. And you know what? Bottom line, I just need the news that matters. So where do I turn? Local radio and TV. I want to hear from people who live and work in my town. They give me the real story with information I know I can rely on. So where else can I find out what's happening in my community? Weather and traffic, things that affect my family and my business. I want to stay informed by sources I trust. My local radio and TV stations. For the best entertainment, sports, news, traffic, and weather with no agenda and more reliable than other platforms. So if you ask me for the information I want anytime, anywhere, I stay local. Support your local station. Text RADIO to 52886 today. Furnished by the NAB and this station. Message and data rates may apply. Reply STOP to opt out. Hey, WHIO listeners, Larry Hanskin here. Remember, you can stay connected by checking in with us on air and online throughout the holidays from all of us here at AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. To you and your family, have a happy new year. Good morning, everybody, and Happy New Year to you. It's 724. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Colder temperatures have waved back into the Dayton area today. We'll start off with temperatures near 30 and only climb into the upper 30s for a high. Mostly cloudy skies out there and overall a quiet day. Partly cloudy overnight tonight with a low of 27 degrees. And tomorrow, sunshine returns with temperatures warming to 41 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar is clear. We're resting at 33 degrees in downtown Dayton, 34 in Springboro, 32 in Wilmington on the station that you depend on. For weather, traffic, and news, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial. If you'd like to be part of this morning's broadcast, we have an open line for you. And uh, I want to talk a little bit about uh, oak trees and the importance of proper pruning and proper timing of um, 
pruning of oak trees. Um, in the last few years, there has been um, a lot of issues with a disease called oak wilt um, affecting oaks throughout most of the Midwest, particularly um, up in the state of Michigan and northern Ohio. Um, and oak wilt has been found even in the Dayton, Ohio area as well. This is a disease that we know gets moved around a lot due to pruning and pruning at the wrong time of the year because of an insect called the picnic beetle. So it's important if you have an oak tree in your yard that that tree not be pruned during the summer months, but be pruned during the winter months by a qualified arborist. Um, if you prune, um, if you have to prune during the growing season, um, there are specialized things that you should be doing to protect the tree from being susceptible to the oak wilt disease. And once it becomes susceptible, once the, the, the tree has been, um, been, has fallen victim to this disease, it's very difficult to get rid of. So I just wanted to give you all a little bit of information there to be very careful with your oak trees. Work with qualified arborists. Do not work with people who are not qualified. And uh, ISA certified arborists are typically a good choice when it comes to finding someone to help you uh, manage your trees. 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you'd like to be part of this morning's broadcast, there is an open line for you. You can also join us live at GardenTalkBlog.com. Um, moving into the new year, one of the biggest issues that always seems to be looming out there is weed control. Um, keep in mind that weeds can be in many different shapes and sizes. Um, there's tens of thousands of different plants that can become weeds. So one of the biggest um, issues is is making sure that you properly identify um, the target in which you're trying to control so one of the key essentials to decide what would be the best way to um, manage that issue would be is to identify the plant and remember that plants typically grow as annuals and biannuals and winter annuals and also they grow as perennials and they also grow as woodies. So it's important to identify which type of plant it is and then from there identify the actual genus and species of that plant to best know what the control measures are going to best be sought after when managing that particular weed issue. Um, one of the biggest foundations for controlling weeds in most landscapes is the use of what they call pre-emergent herbicides and those are herbicides that are applied um, to prevent the weed seeds from germinating. Um, the typical landscape in southwest Ohio, if it's the homeowner doing it themselves, applying typically about a, a, a pre-emergent application sometime in March and then again in May and then another in August um, and then cleaning up whatever weed escapes there are using post-directive non-selective type of herbicides or the use of mechanical controls as well. 457-1290, we're going to drop into the newsroom with an update when the region as well as the world and talk to Mr. Randy Tischer from Green Velvet Sod Farms after this on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 
This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 7.30. I'm Jonah Adi with a WHIO News Update. Our top story we're following this morning. The government shutdown following us through the weekend and likely into 2019 as well. Colder temperatures have moved back into the Miami Valley. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Well, WHIO triple team traffic is looking all clear out there so far this morning. We haven't seen any major accidents that are going to cause you any trouble if you make your way out on those freeways. And it is our top story in Washington. Some unfortunate news regarding the partial government shutdown. Looks like that's going to follow us into the weekend and likely into the new year as well. Lawmakers have been a rare sight this week at the Capitol. Very few on hand for quick pro forma sessions in the House and Senate that last only a couple of minutes apiece. Fox's Jared Halpern says Democrats making offers but still saying no to money going toward a border wall. The president threatening to close the U.S.-Mexico border and cut aid to Central American countries if the wall isn't funded. We'll bring updates on this as it continues. In Miamisburg, cops say they had to use a taser on a man that led them on a foot chase. 47-year-old Booker Figgins is in custody after being arrested in the parking lot of a lazy boy on Springboro Pike. Cops say they responded to a complaint of someone selling drugs, and when they arrived, he reportedly ran across the road into the parking lot. Viggins is facing charges of obstructing official business at this time. Well, Sears will soon be history in the Miami Valley. The struggling retailer says they will close 80 more stores, including the Upper Valley Mall location in Springfield. The Piqua store is set to close in February. Liquidation sales at the Springfield Sears will begin within two weeks, and the store is expected to close in March. That's WHIO's Ron Otto. He says there were no successful bids Friday in an attempt to keep the company out of liquidation. Well, the Miamisburg school board president and a Miamisburg middle school teacher are victims of what cops are calling cr criminal damaging after someone allegedly spray-painted their driveways. The damage reported on the morning of December 22nd by school board president Chris Amsler, who indicates that he and the second victim are both coaches in the Miamisburg school system. Amsler told dispatchers when he reported the crime that, quote, we think it's a school-related issue with our releasing of a coach. End quote. That's WHIO's Dave Daniels. He says that former head football coach Stephen Channel is mentioned in the section of the report, but it's unknown what, if any, connection he has to the incident. We'll be following this incident and we'll bring updates as it develops. Now, with the most accurate and dependable forecast, let's get a look of what we can expect with meteorologist Jesse Mag. Cooler temperatures starting off this morning will drop as low as the upper 20s, mostly cloudy skies, and today, temperatures not lifting all that high, only up to about 37 degrees quiet breeze along with it. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag of the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar looking all clear throughout the Miami Valley got 28 degrees in Troy, 32 in Springfield, 33 here in Dayton at 733. I'm Jonah Adi, WHIO Continuing News. What I got, I want to be a teacher because they know a lot of awesome stuff. I'll stand in front of the class and make sure everyone knows what I know. If your child is sick over and over again, it could be PI, a serious defect of the immune system. Early testing gives children a chance to dream. And when I'm a teacher, my favorite subject will be recess. <laughs> Jeffrey Modell Foundation, helping children reach for their dreams. Visit Info4PI.org. 
Hey, do you use ticketing sites for your events, big or small? Tickets-Dayton.com is now open to everyone, from nonprofits to major venues. You can effortlessly create beautiful event pages, generate more ticket sales, and have happy customers. You control it all. Instead of paying big upfront charges, you pay a tiny part of every ticket sale, just 2.5% of ticket price, plus 99 cents. If your event is free, there are no fees. Go to Tickets-Dayton.com and get a free account. That's Tickets-Dayton.com. Tickets-Dayton.com. Powered by Bud Light. Hey, at our startup, my team and I move at the speed of tech 24-7. Bottom line, I just want the news that matters. So I turn to my local radio and TV stations. I want to hear from people who live and work in my town, people I know and trust. For the best entertainment, sports, news, weather, and traffic, anytime, anywhere, I stay local. Support your local stations. Text RADIO to 52886. Furnished by the NAB in this station. Message and data rates may apply. Apply stop, stop, stop. Adopt US Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You've messed up your daughter's haircut. Do you A, get spiritual? Mom, where's the mirror? Beauty is within. Oh. B, find the positives. Less time blow drying, more time texting. Or C, show empathy. Mom, you really don't have twinsies. I kind of love it. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on adoption, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ed Council. Let's talk about America. Not taxes or tweets or the issues that divide us, but how incredible our country is. Whether you come home to a crowded city street or sleepy small town, everyone deserves to live in a clean, green, and thriving community. We are Keep America Beautiful, the nonprofit working with millions of people like you to end littering, improve recycling, and beautify communities. Learn more at kab.org. Together, we can do beautiful things. Veterans Michelle Scott, Carl Blake, and Jesse Graham. I was an unemployed veteran. After injury, I felt scared, worried, concerned. I just remember sitting there trying to move my legs. First person I saw after my wife was a Paralyzed Veterans of America member. They gave me the outlet to find a career now. They focus on the accessibility for our lives. They helped me get to a point where I'm at now, where I can have a job, have a family, and live life the way I want to live life. To support our work, visit pva.org. A public service from Paralyzed Veterans of America. Why climb the corporate ladder when you can take the elevator to the top? The University of Dayton Center for Leadership offers a 12-month Emerging Leader Certificate Program to help potential leaders find success in executive-level roles. Along with assessments, coaching, and mentoring, you'll attend 20 days of leadership and business skill development programs taught by local, regional, and national experts. The next class starts on January 23rd. Visit leadership.udayton.edu or call 937-229-3150. If you love them enough to turn off your music and pretend like their music is your music. Ah, this is mommy's jam. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're in the right car seat. Let's play it again. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. This is Clark Howard here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You own an Amazon Echo? When you get home, tell Alexa to play WHIO. How can you grow a better lawn? Let's go in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Sod Farms on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Happy New Year, Mr. Tisher. 
<laughs> well, yeah, this is going to be about it for the year, isn't it? Yeah, it was one wet one. That's all I got to say. I, I I can't remember a fall that's been this wet. Well, you know, I, and I'm not sure exactly what the numbers are, but they uh, they say that we're way over 40 inches of rain for the year, which will put us probably in the record books for 2018 as, definitely one of the top 10 wettest years on record and maybe up into the top five uh, uh, of wet years. So it's been a year of extremes. You know, we had the, uh, we had the, uh, one of the coldest Aprils on record. Mm -hmm. Remember the snow back in April? Yep. Uh, And followed by one of the hottest Mays on record. So it just, I mean, now we were kidding around back in the spring uh, there really wasn't a spring. It went right from winter right into summer. And uh, and so this has been a, a tough year uh, to grow grass and probably a lot of other things. Uh, uh, well, I, I guess the old adage, uh, a normal year, I'm not so sure we can use normal as, uh, as a word to describe anything anymore. And, you know, I, 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 the other thing, Randy, I, I know we, we got a lot of rain, but my goodness, uh, it was a hard year to grow grass. I, I've, I mean, there was more lawns that took a licking this year, related to disease pressure, than than I can remember in a long time, a long yeah, time. You know, I, I think that's related to all the rainfall. It, it, things just didn't dry out, and when we did get into the heat of the the summer, uh, even beginning there in May with ninety degree temperatures, uh, when you get uh, above seventy degrees. Uh, and especially add in moisture and damp conditions. But you get, uh, I mean, 70 degrees at nighttime. When your nighttime temperatures do not go below 70 degrees and you add in wet conditions, and we had really wet conditions, that's just a, a, a perfect breeding ground for about every turf disease known to man. And we had a whole summer and uh, and fall full of it. So you're right, Dad. Uh, it was it was not easy. Uh, even uh, you know, I, I always say the, uh, the 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 most talented turf professional using the best products uh, uh, to control or and, and, and for the turf care. So the best guy in the world, the smartest guy in the world, smartest turf guy in the world, using the best products, timing everything just right, doing everything perfectly, can only take uh, a credit for 50% of the success in their lawn but should only be blamed for 50% of the failure because <laughs> we all have that partner named Mother Nature that can make us look good or can make us look absolutely ridiculous uh, all uh, all at once. So <laughs> it's uh, it's an interesting uh, – I'm not sure that it's possible to be perfect uh, year in and year out. So, you know, we got a lot of lawns right now, Randy, with, with a lot of bare spots. And yeah. – and and I, since I've been home the last couple of weeks, I've been watching the freeze-thaw cycles in my yard. Yep. And, you know, it's ideal. I mean, we, we get warm during the day, and at night we're down in the 20s. It's the honeycombing effect is pretty dramatic. Um, yeah, it really is. Perfect, perfect time to scatter grass seed on the ground. Be Johnny Appleseed, winter dormant seeding. Uh, it's been perfect, and... You know, it's interesting, Mark, if you put grass seed down on your on your bare spots in your lawn, 
you know, people worry about the birds eating the grass seed. Don't worry about that. But it, it's interesting to watch just exactly what you're describing, that freezing thaw cycle, the honeycombing effect of the, of the, of the soil. And right before your eyes over a period of weeks, uh, that grass seed will disappear, and, and the birds didn't eat it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it got pulled into the soil. It, uh, Mother Nature <laughs> planted that grass seed for you, did all the hard work, and uh, now's the perfect time to do it. All right, Mr. Tischer, what is your New Year's resolution for a better lawn in 2019? <laughs> you know, all you can do is, is, is do your best. And uh, like I say, Mother Nature is going to decide whether, uh, whether all of your efforts are going to pay off or whether all of your hard efforts and all that money you spend is going to uh, make you look a little bit on the questionable side as a lawn care person. But, you know, you just gotta, you just got to do the basics. You've got to do your soil test. You've got to core-aerate your, your, your lawn sometime during the year. Uh, and the beauty of core-aeration is there really isn't a bad time of the year to do it. As long as the the lawn is uh, is, uh, is is soft enough, moist enough to extract a, a two or three inch core, so you do the basics, Mark. You you, you soil test. You find out what what the plant needs. Mm-hmm. You uh, if you need to do overseeding, you do your homework and uh, and select the right seeds for your lawn or right varieties. Uh, your your soil test is going to tell you the fertilization program that you need. Uh, you know it's pretty basic. Uh, turf care is pretty basic. Uh, you apply the right products at the right time, at the right rate, uh, and uh, and let Mother Nature do her thing. All right. I'm going to ask you one last question, one that wasn't. What's that? <laughs> what is the hottest pepper you've ever eaten in your life? Oh, come on, Mark. You know, you, 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 you remember who you're talking to? <laughs> you're talking to the guy that, that doesn't have doesn't know what tomato variety he's eaten. Uh, all I know is, is I have gotten smart enough in my, uh, in my old age here to recognize when something looks a little questionable. But if you were going to ask me to tell you what the variety is, I have no idea. But okay. I, I will tell you that my eyes have crossed and uh, <laughs> and I've uh, gasped for air uh, at, at certain times. And usually it's some little tiny red thing. Is that right? I don't know what it's called. Okay. Well, today I'm going to open up What's the last. I, well, it could be a jalapeno. It could be a, a Thai chili. It could be a number of different things. <laughs> I'm yeah, just going to put okay. it out and there I, today. I, I just want to well, put it out there today to our listeners. Anybody out there love to know what's the hottest pepper you've ever eaten in your life? Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. So, I'll I'll do the research for you, <laughs> Mr. Weber, and report back to you next year. Give oh, me, next year, give okay. Me the rest of this year to figure it out. <laughs> All right, Mr. Tisher. I hope that you had a good Christmas with the kids and the wife and the mom, and all went well. I hope. Yeah, and you survived uh, three hours with your daughters on the, on the air, and uh, that went well, I think. Yes, yes, I was very lucky. Did, did you sign? Did you sign them up for another year? They tell me they're going to keep coming, so I don't know. Why. <laughs> well, that's that's always fun, Mark. But yeah. uh, appreciate everything you do for everyone uh, in the in the landscape world uh, uh, throughout the last what twenty eight years and. Uh, yeah. And. Uh, I look forward to talking to you about turf next year. Mr. Tisher, as always, thank you, and 
You have yourself a wonderful rest of this this year and next, and we'll talk to you in 2019. You got a date. See you then. Take care, sir. Bye-bye. All right. You've been in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Sod Farms. Our Ask the Expert phone lines are open to answer your gardening and landscape questions. Call Mark Weber at 457-1290. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290. What is the hottest, spiciest pepper you have ever eaten in your life 457-1290 I'd like to hear from you today also a quick uh, programming note coming up next hour will be what plant I am with a $25 gift card at uh, stake if you can guess what plant I am so I'd like to know from you what is the hottest the spiciest pepper you've ever eaten in your life 457 1290 is the number of the dial. Um, I'm a pepper lover. I will be the first one to tell you that. I grow jalapenos. I grow chili peppers. I love to grow poblanos. I can. I have grown um, um, habaneros. I have grown ghost peppers. Um, I'd love to hear from you today at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. What is the hottest pepper you have ever eaten in your life? And tell us the story behind eating that hot pepper, because I think it would be fun to hear from you guys today. Um, Because, you know, this time of year, we're always looking for something to add a little flavor to our food. Um, and I'm most curious, what would be your hot pepper experience at 457-1290? Let's go talk to Mike. Mike, good morning, yeah. Mike. Welcome to Garden Talk. How are you? Pretty good. How are you? Good. So the hottest pepper you ever eaten in your life has been what? A ghost pepper. Tell me about it. All that. That was the worst thing I've ever tried in my life. It's like I ate uh, coals out of the fire. And tell me what circumstances you ate this ghost pepper under. It was in a chili. Okay. And did you get it at a restaurant, or did you make it yourself? A friend made it, and he said it was a little hot. He didn't tell me what was in it until I tried it. (laughs) Oh, boy. Now I'm afraid of all chili. Are you really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. How long ago was that? A year ago. Interesting. Interesting. Well, not all chili peppers are that hot, so that's good news. Yeah, I learned from that. <laughs> I ask now. <laughs> Mike, thanks for sharing, and Happy New Year to you, sir. Happy New Year to you. You Thank bet you. you. Bye-bye. Bye. 457-1290. What is the hottest pepper you've ever eaten in your life let's go talk to chad chad good morning good morning how you doing chad not too bad about yourself i'm well so what's the hottest pepper you've ever eaten the carolina reaper (laughs) so tell me about what the carolina reaper is well it is now one of the well okay it's the hottest pepper um, highest chili pepper on earth with the exception 
of the uh, new one that you're not even allowed to eat. It is a pepper that is um, has been conjured up or whatnot. Uh, some other country used as a um, and it uh, used instead of oh gosh darn it to numb pains when you're going through surgeries. I'm having a brain cramp here because I'm on the spot and it's one of those things. Okay. But they they don't even suggest eating that one because it could kill you. But other than that, the Carolina Reaper is the hottest pepper on earth. And is it hotter than is it hotter than a in a ghost pepper? Yes, sir. <laughs> it is hotter than the ghost pepper. Um, I started growing the ghost peppers uh, probably about ten years ago, and I was growing them consistently. And then they came out with the um, Trinidad Scorpion, which is hotter than the ghost chili. So I started eating that and growing that. And then they came out with the Carolina Reaper, which was supposed to be the next one up. Now, all the other peppers that I've eaten, you could chew them and you could leave them in your mouth for a minute and you could get the flavor. And then as soon as you swallowed, that's when the heat really hit. But with the Carolina Reaper, once you bite into it, you're done. I mean, it's instantaneous flame. <laughs> I just read that the Carolina Re- Reapers has the Guinness Book World Record for heat level of 1,569,300 Scottsville heat units. Yep. Oh my goodness. Goodness sake. I'm just one of those guys that So what do you do what big. I I must ask, what do you do with the Carolina Reaper? I eat them. But I also put them in my salsa. <laughs> you, eat, you eat a whole pepper? <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, my God. You're who, nuts. Who no. <laughs> it's, it's I a, don't. I know pride. that. <laughs> it's a pride thing, I guess. I don't know. I'm just not that. Well, it's just one of those things. I love my hot peppers. So, so my question is, is the, I'm reading here, it says somebody called it's really nasty hot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, so, I, I see now. I wouldn't put nasty in there. Yeah, yeah. The flavor is is good, but the biggest thing is you have to know what level of the pepper to use in certain things. For example, I make salsa, and I yeah. use about two hundred ounces of um, chili, uh, well, tomato, and I only put in about a teaspoon of the peppers and it lights the whole thing up <laughs> go figure right <laughs> well i'm reading i i saw this i found this article in the in the uh, mercury news it said he said for the first 20 minutes each breath i took was like i was fanning white hot coal coals inside my mouth <laughs> my throat began to swell and my eyes felt like they were popping out of their sockets Water ran profusely uh, from my eyes and nose for as beads of sweat out b- broke out on my forehead. My heart was pounding. I tried to cool things off. Finally, the pain subsided and it was over. And I felt <laughs> because I felt like a stud. Oh my! <laughs> so, oh, oh my! Oh my! Well. Thank you for enlightening me about the Carolina Reaper, sir. Happy New Year to you, sir. Happy New Year to you as well, and you have a great day. Thanks, Chad. Bye-bye.
457-1290 on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. If you're looking for a new Chevy Silverado, there's one place to go. Find new roads to Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks. Routes 4 and 29 in Mechanicsburg. Dave Kale's the top seller of Chevy Silverados in the region for good reason. Row after row of new Silverados. A wide variety of your favorite colors, features, and horsepower. Dave Kale specializes in hard-to-find, heavy-duty, and diesel trucks. Take my word for it. The trip to Mechanicsburg will save you money. It's easy. Let Dave tell you about the warm reception you'll receive at his dealership. We urge you to take the easy country drive where you'll find no hassles, minimum time at the dealership, plus our great selection of GM-certified used vehicles. The weather's going to get cold. Time to find new roads for the big city selection you're searching for at Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks. Check out their website at DaveKehlChevrolet.com. Call 1-800-886-1000 to get started. For nearly 40 years, the place to save is Dave Kale Chevrolet. Find new roads now. David Cemetery has been serving the families of the Miami Valley since 1826. In 2011, we built our first outdoor columbarium and in 2015 completed our second. You may be asking, what is a columbarium? A columbarium is a chamber or wall in which urns containing cremations are stored. For more information, call 937-434-2255 or go to davidcemetery.com. David Cemetery, generations of care. Would you like to see a flock of cardinals, a charm of goldfinch, a band of blue jays, or a descent of woodpeckers visiting your yard? We'll show you how at Wild Birds Unlimited in Springboro next to Dorothy Lane Market or at wbu.com slash Springboro. And I just know that it's going to add to the icy mess that we already have out there, Larry. When winter weather hits, we've seen a lot of slide off this morning. We are here to get you to and from work safely. We continue to see that freezing rain fall throughout the morning. Traffic and weather every six minutes on Miami Valley's Morning News here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. I do know one thing. I will never eat the Carolina Reaper. <laughs> Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Colder temperatures have waved back into the Dayton area today. We'll start off with temperatures near 30 and only climb into the upper 30s for a high. Mostly cloudy skies out there and overall a quiet day. Partly cloudy overnight tonight with a low of 27 degrees. And tomorrow, sunshine returns with temperatures warming to 41 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag of the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Uh, ch- ch- current scan of the new live dial for 7 radar shows 33 degrees in Dayton, 34 in Springboro, 28 in Troy. On the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and pepper news, AM 1290 News 95.7 W-H-I-O. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 W-H-I-O. 457-1290. Let's talk to Brandon. Brandon, good morning and welcome to W-H-I-O Radio. Hey, well, good morning, sir. So what's your favorite hot pepper? Well, my favorite hot pepper would be probably... The uh, the ghost, and for for this wonderful Christmas time memory for my son and I and my family. <laughs> um, my son is in the Navy, and last year we were fortunate enough to get him back on leave. 
uh-huh. and he's been in six years. Now this year he's he's actually uh, left. I mean he, he's done his time, and so he's like home for good now. Last year we had him home, and he brought over, and he's you know he's like 24 then. Brought over a bunch of his friends, and I had just by not by chance, but I've got a good friend that grows these. I had a lot of ghost peppers there at the house. You get a lot of young guys together, they're having a few drinks, and they're going to figure out who's bull of the woods on this. Okay. So, <laughs> so uh, one thing that happened while my son was gone, he'd gotten braces in the Navy. So, uh, well, they, they proceed to start eating these ghost peppers, and um, what he hadn't banked on was that uh, his braces really held those suckers in there real good. Oh, and no. Yeah, he couldn't get he couldn't get away from the heat of them. And his younger sister started bringing out glasses of milk for these guys. And I was trying to tell them, don't chug this milk. I said, just swish it around and it'll go away. Well, they didn't listen to me. So I've got like this whole like half a dozen young men out my back door barfing. My <laughs> son's practically rolling around on the ground. And I'm telling you what, it was the best Christmas ever. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my! Oh my! All that, all that, all that to say you ate a ghost pepper. Oh boy! Oh, oh boy. yeah. Then my, then my, uh, my one of my one of my good friends. I, I'm I'm 47 years old, and one of my good friends, not uh, lifetime friends, there, and he he made the observation to my son about his less than manly performance on it, and boy, that didn't go down very well with him either. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sir. Well, he, he powered through it though, so but yeah, that's my, that's my, that's my favorite ghost pepper. That's that's, that's my favorite. So, <laughs> well, thank your son for his service to our country, and I hope you have a happy new year. And thanks for listening to Garden Talk, sir. Hey, no problem. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Four five seven twelve ninety, and Addison. Good morning. Hey. Tell us about your hot pepper story. Oh, last year I got a hold of a scorpion pepper plant. Yeah, yeah. And that that thing took off out there in the garden. Well, when I got to processing them, I had to literally go get the rubber gloves. (laughs) Addison, thanks for your call, and Happy New Year to you. More Garden Talk will continue with What Plant I Am. And a whole bunch more in the next hour of Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.